Well, uh, I have a lot of things in my heart. Uh, my last time here, last year, it was so good to be here. Uh, it was so, um, it was so great, and so I'm so glad to be back. And I'm glad to see you guys again here. We had fun in Paraguay, right? <laughs> that was good. That was really good. I want, I want just to, before, I, I, well, I felt a couple of things, but uh, I'm with my daughters too. Uh, they are right here with me. One of them is visiting from Chile, and the other one is visiting us from Boone, North Carolina. Uh, well, you, you could stand up. Yeah, say hello. Says. My, my, I have a, my, well, Eric is my friend, so, and we had a, a has, he has been a very, very good friend uh, with me uh, in many different times, many hard times. <laughs> and maybe he doesn't remember this, but uh, in a hard, hard time, I said to him, well, Eric, I feel like Job in, in, the, pro, in, the, in the Bible, like the only thing that he had was just two beautiful girls. So <laughs> nothing else. He couldn't understand much about his life and all these troubles that he had. But, but he said that, like, well, I have two beautiful girls. So I'm glad to, that you guys are here with me. The first thing that I felt when I came here, too, is that God really established here His presence. Church, you need to know this. Uh, there is a presence of God that is, is just... He stayed here. And, um, and this is very important because... I remember some years ago in my own country, working as a part of a church, the Holy Spirit came, and it was so incredible, the experience, just feeling the Spirit all the time in our meetings. And then, in a moment, you know, the enemy, what, we, what he couldn't do, in front of us as a church, he started to do between us. And then, and then in a moment, this Holy Spirit was just moving somewhere else. And uh, I remember I was in a meeting last year trying to... I, I heard that these guys were looking for something for the Lord. The, the Lord was moving in the meeting. Some people were just falling. And somebody came to me and he said, Well, we had those things in the past. We experienced that. People just were falling and things like that. And in the moment when this person said that to me, I felt a sadness. A deep a deep pain because I, I felt like hey you have no idea what that means you don't know many people feel like oh it's just people's emotions or whatever but no this what my point here is what you have here church is a treasure and you need to be careful Last night, my wife and I, we were praying about 
coming this morning and I felt maybe this is something that this church knows uh, I, I, I don't know but the, I felt when we were praying for this church I saw utero um, what is the word for that? a wound? thank you so is, is this church is giving birth more than one ministry. It's like multiple ministries. The, the vision is bigger than the people. So it's, what I see here is like even what, what will the Lord will do through this church in the future is really beyond what you guys are expecting. It's bigger. And I felt this pastor, but I felt like even some, some more ministries going, going to start, maybe just not with the official name of River Life, but influences leadership. And God is expanding the, the leadership of this church because this church is pursuing God's presence. And as we keep our hearts in love with the lover, the Lord will do more. That's all. Lovers do more. So, um, I want to tell you that because you, you need to be ready for what the Lord will do. Um. I just, years, years ago, I met a, a very special guy who talked to me about this church in Paraguay, and his name is Jim Hill. And now, I know Larry and Cheryl, and I know the great uh, Don and Linda. So, guys, you have an incredible family. I mean, we, we feel like the Lord really is putting us together, you know, walking, being like a kind of part of this family. So, this is true. That is really, really true. And, yeah, yeah. I feel so lucky, huh? Really, really. Uh, we, we are enjoying this season. And we feel, too, that God is changing the page. And, and, to, and today, I feel like in many lives here, the Lord will really turn the page in your life. The Lord is changing the page, is changing the day, the season in our lives with my wife and family. And the Lord is doing this more than just one place, but more places. So we need to be ready for, even when this season in the world is dark, we need to go to the prophet and see, okay, we need to raise our eyes and shine. Is that the verse? When the Isaiah is saying, arise and shine, because... 
Yeah, thank you. I, I, I don't know the verse in English. <laughs> so I was waiting, expecting that you could complete the sentence. Okay? But it's, it's that. I mean, in the middle of the darkness, the Lord is calling the church to arise and shine. Because it's the season for us. Well, now I must start my sermon, Pastor. <laughs> he said that in Paraguay the other day. Uh, I really feel like um, my wife was on Facebook here. I'm sorry, I need to turn this. <laughs> you did it. Come on. <laughs> well, uh, um, this is the, well. I feel like really, uh, I want to encourage you, and I want to challenge you because I feel like that has been my life in the last years. Um, I I think, and I'm really convinced that we can't live without challenge from God in our life. I could be dead and a very fake happy guy in my city, not really following the what the Lord has been pushing in my life the last years. And right now we are planting a new church in Santiago. And it's just, okay, when I see you guys here, what you have, well, I say, that's great, no? These guys have a lot of things, and well, one day we will have that. But we will get together in a, in a school, in a classroom, in a school, so we just seek the Lord. Um, I have been planting churches in the past, but with this one it's a special. Because I'm... I, this is my point. I don't want one more church. I want more than one church. I, I want to go beyond that. I, I said to the Lord, Lord, why I want to be in a place gathering with people every week if you're not there? I don't have any, any plan to do that. I, I hate that. I mean... It doesn't make any sense to me. So I told to my people, hey guys, if, if the Lord is not coming to our meetings, well, I'll be the first looking for another place. So, what, what, we, what is, I, I feel like what God is just to helping and in, in really blessing my life is just feeling like, okay, if we are starting a new ministry we need to pray we need to seek God we need to you know to the foundation what the Lord will do is is bigger and it's greater and it will be a very it will be a blessing not just for me but for other people we planted a church in Paraguay some years ago and I was there the two weekends ago I don't remember last couple times and, and well, when I, when I was there, I saw a pastor, a building, blessing people. And 
I don't know if you struggled with this, but many times the enemy is trying to remind you what you did wrong in the past. That happened to you? I thought I was just in Chile. So. But when I was in front of all these people there, I felt like, Hey Ali, look at the good things. Look at how the Lord is blessing. Look at how more people is coming to be blessed through this church. What a blessing. So we, we don't know. So we don't know what the Lord will do when, when you go and serve God. When you obey to the Lord. When you just follow. When you just trust God. I want for us to read Matthew 11, 1 to 6. If you can do that with me, somebody can read it. Or Matthew 11, 1 to 6. I forgot my Bible in English, so please help me. It's okay? Somebody can read it. Matthew 11, 1 to 6. Great. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll read it wrong. And it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his twelve disciples, he departed thence to teach and preach in their cities. Uh, two. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, good. It's okay. You could come here and read everything, please. When Jesus had finished instructing his twelve disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in their cities. Now when John heard in prison about the deeds of Christ, he sent his word by his disciples. And he said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Blessed is whosoever shall not be offended in me. Um, this happened, this really happened to me years ago. I was part of a church in Chile and our pastor came to the States just to visit and, uh, you know, being here for three weeks. And when we, he went back to Santiago, he was saying, hey, how wonderful things are happening in, in, in the States. And he was talking about miracles and incredible things. And so I was like, wow, why that is not happening here in Santiago in Chile? Wow, what is that? Maybe God is an Anglo or something like that. I don't understand this. Well, God is there, not here, right? And then, and then well... Uh, I moved to Paraguay. We went to Mission Field. 
for, for a couple of weeks. And the Lord was really moving there. God was making miracles and doing incredible stuff there. And so we went back to Chile and we said, Hey, God is doing incredible things in Paraguay. So maybe God is Paraguayan or something like that. And then when we moved back to Paraguay, I mean, we, we came just to live in Paraguay. And then we were visiting people in Chile. We felt like, God is doing incredible things in Chile too. And then we, I moved to the States to work here to raise a church. And then I heard like, oh, God is in Brazil or things like that. So I feel like, well, <laughs> um, maybe I'm not really getting the point. I'm not really understanding this. Because I don't think that the Lord will be where I'm not. <laughs> so I can't just try to be, you know, where I... How did I work? I said, no, that not make any sense. It, somebody had the same experience as me? Yeah. yeah, like you feel like, oh, God is in California. Well, we should go there. But um, my whole point here is, is this. The Lord really opened His heaven upon us. But the, the thing is, that when you go... Well, guys, I saw your pastor in Paraguay. And wow, <laughs> that, was, that was crazy. How God was using him, you know, in an incredible way. So, this is, this is the, the, the thing. When we go somewhere, and we are totally convinced that the Lord will use us, and we are just depending 100% in what the Lord can do through us, you know what happened? The Lord worked in incredible ways. But when we come back after the conference, mission trip, whatever, we come like, oh, it's my job again. My house, oh, well, this is not, God is not here or, you know, it's there. So the radar, radar the anthems, and all the connections are like... This is my Jeff, my, my friend Jeff Barheit from a church here in Charlotte. When I, when I, read, I was ready to come from Chile, uh, one of my friends there in the church said to me, Ali, be ready. I see in the spirit a woman who is, uh, he has a skirt and her knee is swelling. So you need to pray for her. So if somebody's here too with that description, be ready. We can pray and the Lord will do something. But last Sunday, after the service in Charlotte, when we were preaching, his wife was sitting behind in the church and with the leg was doing like this. And my wife came, we approached her and she said to me, oh, it's, I, I have the pain, I have been in trouble, da, da, da. And I was like, hey, this is... The lady that my friend Javier saw in Santiago. So 
I said, Mary Stewart, you are the woman. The Lord showed you to my friend there because he wants to increase your faith and the Lord wants to heal you. Yes. So I tell my wife, we, we need to pray now. We need to, do, we need to obey to the Lord. And we pray for her. And, uh, and Jeff wrote an email to me. She went in the week to the rehabilitation or something like that. And the Lord was amazed how better is this knee. So praise God. God is not just in Chile or in the States. The thing is that John the Baptist was expecting that Jesus respond to the things that he was in need. John the Baptist was just a couple months before saying, Hey, this is the Lamb of God. I know Him. And the, the heaven was open and the Spirit came and it was so incredible. But now, John the Baptist is in a prison. He's depressed. He's sad. He's not seeing anything. So he is asking, Jesus, are you? Are you the one? Or are we going to wait for another one? So Jesus is responding, saying, Hey, look at what is happening now. Look at what is, the, what is God's, God is doing. Look at how His power is moving. How things are happening. And in the same area where John was, Jesus was doing miracles. But John, he didn't see anything. And many times... The God that, is, that you really experience and in a strong and a mighty way, you, you will feel like, where is He? I remember <laughs> last, last year, I guess, we were here and we received a lot of words. People saying, Ali, the Lord will use you for this. His glory, da, 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 da. So I felt so happy, no? And my friend Jim Hill, he put just the needle on the balloon, no? <laughs> and he said to me, the good thing is the Lord will test that. Okay. So when we went back to our city in Santiago, we find in a kind of, is that the word bouquet? That flowers together? Okay, we got there and we have from our friends and whatever, a bouquet of conflicts, misunderstanding. Things like, was like, what is this? In, um, in many ways, we need to learn, and, and I was learning that is we don't need to keep things in our heart against our brothers and sisters. We need to forgive, and we need to be sure that we are forgiving. And the best way to test that is praying for those people. 
So I decided to do that because they are part of the church. And the Lord told me, Ale, do you love them? And said, yes, Lord, but. And heaven put them on the other side of the throne because I want just to worship you. I don't want to see them. They need to be on the other side. So. Many people don't say that, but many people think like that. So I just decided, and I was just, I said to my wife, well, makes me sure that I, I will be praying for them and I will be blessing them. And I remember one day I was just walking in the street and uh, it, it, was, it was incredible. The church, that, that church where all of these people came from uh, were right there and I was just walking some blocks. I needed to pass this area. I needed to walk there. And the, all the time when I was walking from here to this our point, this different point, uh, the Spirit came on me, came upon me, and I was praying in tongues all the time. And when I passed this area, I feel like, like the Lord came to me and I was just in tears and I was just walking. So I was just trying to, you know. But uh, it came from God. And I felt that. I felt like the love of God came. And recently, one of these big leaders there, he came to me. And uh, long story short, he said, I'd like to talk to you. I want to talk to you. I said, yes. And he said, well, I'm sorry. I wasn't seeing much clearly. And he said to me, well, you really blessed my ministry in the past. You were really my friend. So, it was a kind of nice situation, good. He said to me, Ali, I don't see anything in your heart against me. I see, he looked at me, at my eyes, he said, I, I don't find anything. You're, you're doing well. <laughs> and I said, yes, because I love you. Because the Lord was leading me to pray for you. And I pray for you. I pray for your ministry. I bless your church. I want to do that. I want to be sure of that. Church, sometimes the enemy is keeping things in our souls, which is emotions, will, and mind. But we need to pray in the Spirit. Because the enemy has some access here. But he doesn't have any access to your spirit. So when we do that, we really, we really are free. Freeing God to love anybody. To just bless everybody. To just uh, enjoy God's presence. So right now, all this situation that apparently could be for bad or for worst, the Lord is turning for 
good. Because this pastor is coming from Bill Johnson's church conference. And he wants to invite to Santiago a big guy from there. And he, the, he's preparing a conference. And he said, would you like to be part of that? And I said, yes. I want that. Many times, we are in a kind of prison, like John the Baptist. And the enemy is just right there beside us, saying to all the bad thoughts that you keep there, he's saying to you, yes and amen. Glory to me. And you don't realize that... Outside of the door, God is moving. God is working. And God is working through your forgiveness. Through your heart that is ready just to be free in the Lord, free in the Spirit. And Jesus said, finally, bless who is not offended offended at me. Do you know people that used to walk with the Lord and they are not walking anymore? Do you know some? I know. I know. I know a lot. The rock where they were standing now is the rock that where they falling. Does that make sense? So, if you need to wait until God really is working, really is changing the season, turning the page, doing something different, well, it's, it's worthy. It's good just to trust the Lord that I don't understand. Many times I have been in a season where, where God, I don't understand what you're doing. It seems like there's nothing here. It seems like nothing going to happen. It, it seems like it's so dark. But then you feel like God is just touching your hand. And He is just keeping you in this dark way. And then on the other side you see, well, there was a purpose. In the economy of God, He is using Everything for good. This morning, I feel this in my heart. This morning, the Lord will break some of these strongholds in some people's minds here. Because we live under an open heaven. Ezekiel 1 1 says Ezekiel had saw an open heaven ambitions from God. In Jacob, when the Lord changed his name, he saw an open heaven and angels coming up and down. And when Peter, the Lord wanted to offend his mind, he wanted to turn change something in his life, he opened the heaven and all these animals came from the heaven. And when uh Steve, Stephen was just ready to die. The Lord, the Bible said that he opened the heaven. And Jesus says to Nathaniel and to, I forgot the name, another guy. He said to him, you remember that? Oh yeah, Philip, one 
John chapter 1 said, You will see the Son of God with an open heaven. So I don't want to think anymore that God is not where I am. The Lord is right here, right now, ready to do His best for us. And blessed who are not offended in Him. The Lord that is making you wait until today for a change is the same glorious person that will make you feel so happy and rejoicing for the new season. But it's about trusting Him and keeping in your heart this desire. My daughter Catalina, she's going to get married. And a very lucky Anglo guy from Charlotte. <laughs> I love him. So this week has been a kind of week of family going to some uh, places where she could try some uh, wedding dresses. Is that the name? So I was officially the driver of the family. And, you know, I saw by accident, you know, like some other brightest trying this nice dresses, white dresses. But when I saw my daughter, uh-oh, it was so different. You know why? It was very different for me because I know that she is a pure bride waiting for, for this ceremony. I don't know other ladies, but I know this one. And the Lord is blessing her because of her obedience, because of her faithfulness, because of her old, the way that she has been so respectful with, with my wife and I, with the family, with everything. So I see the blessing. But I saw at the same time, when I saw her looking at the mirror with this very beautiful dress, I saw this, this like, this is the church preparing herself with a sense of anticipation. Because what the Lord is just doing in the church, He's just waking our, the desire in our hearts. We don't want denominations. We want the groom. I don't know if, if Pastor Byron saw this, but that weekend in Paraguay, there was just like 20 denominations, different denominations represented there, right? But you know, nobody was saying anything about their denomination. It was just everybody... In love with the Lord. Where are you from? Well, I don't care. We love our God. And we want to be in love with Him more. More and more and more and more. And I want to finish this, this morning saying this. Even if you are like, like John the Baptist... 
um, in all this hard situation, when you don't see anything from God, when you don't feel anything from Him, when you feel like all your prayers are being just locked, even in that moment, the Lord Jesus said about Him, He is the biggest. Jesus honored John. Because the Lord knew what was in John's heart. And again, it is not because it's about what we do, but who we are in Him. So it doesn't matter this morning if you feel like you're not doing much. Like you're getting lost. That God is not here. It doesn't matter. God is telling you, you are my son. And I love you. I love you. I love you. He is so in love with us. And uh, I learned from my wife's life with the Lord. She is faithfully seeking God every day, every day, every day. I see her, and I am so blessed for that. But when she heard about having a daughter, they're going to get married, she got a kind of destructive. <laughs> and one day in the morning, he came to the Lord to, to pray, and her mind was just running. Like, maybe ladies, you can understand me, right? I, I don't. I I decided to not try to understand my wife, but to love her. So, that's easier. So she said, she said to the Lord, Lord, I am so uh, busy in my mind. I'm just thinking about my daughter and going to the States. And we need to see the, the, the dress. And we need to do this and then this. And she fell from God. She saw the Lord in the Spirit just laughing at her. Because he is preparing a wedding too. So God is not just pushing you to do what you're supposed to be doing. But he's just calling you from his heart to experience his abundant love. His incredible love. And I want that. I really want that. Amen. Amen, Pastor. That's a blessing. We do whatever you want. Well, he shouldn't have said that. (laughs) This, to me, is a message you have to respond to. Amen. Especially those who may feel like they're in that prison. I think the Lord came to set prisoners free this morning. And If you feel like you're in a prison and... What he described. I'm sure there's people in this room that feel that. Probably all of us do, really, to some level. But if you guys want to, did you want to say something? Yeah. If you guys, uh, if if Alejandro and won't you and your wife come up here? Come on up here now, y'all. We're gonna pray for people, okay? We, if you'd like for them to lay hands on you, maybe we could get. Uh, what's your name again? Jeff. Jeff. Jeff and Eric. They can pray. Yeah. Dragging Eric into this. <laughs> Eric Newman has some great. Y'all come out here. If, if you would like some ministry today, I really feel like we need to respond to the Lord on this because this is, a, a, to me, a response message. Um, 
where you just respond to what the Lord's saying. And, you know, he was talking about some of you. I mean, I know we all suffer with you don't really feel like God's moving in your life or you question things. And and God is offering an opportunity to get out of, that, get out of jail free card today. That's the way I feel. It's time to break out of jail. And, and uh, so y'all guys come on over here now. Okay. Eric's going to do a song. He's going to do the music. Hey, did y'all know this? Eric Newman used to be the worship leader at River Life years ago. And then Andy Squires came and pushed him out of the way. <laughs> Actually, the truth is, is the day Eric left is the day Andy Squires showed up. Isn't that a powerful thing, how God does things? And Eric went back to Charlotte. But uh, anyways... He's part of our family. These guys really are part of our family. And what we're waiting on is to get to go to Chile. That's the question. It's when are we going to Chile? October. <laughs> <laughs> but I really believe this message. I mean, I was really feeling what the Lord was saying to people is, I want to get you out of jail this morning in your heart. Where's the Lord, you know? Why ain't God moving? Why ain't God doing this? If you have those feelings or those areas in life where you just don't see the answers from the Lord, if you, would you, like, if you just come up here, and we're going to have Alejandro and his wife, and these guys to lay hands on, on you, and just release, just release you out of that jail this morning. And the jail's in your mind. 